This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. I'm Nora McInerney, and it's going to be okay. I am possibly best known for being voted most humorous by the Annunciation Catholic School Class of 1997. And to clarify, I was most humorous girl because, you know, Andy Hannon was also pretty funny, and I definitely wasn't more funny than him. I I believe we were equally funny. Um, I also won the most improved award at every single sports banquet. I don't know why we called them banquets. There was never any food. We were in the cafeteria at sometimes at tables, but more likely just in rows of chairs waiting for our names to be called so we could get a certificate printed on eight and a half by 11 printer paper and sometimes occasionally a trophy or a plaque to go with our accomplishments. Anyway, aside from those accolades, I am probably best known for my TED Talk. And yes, that is embarrassing for me to say. I don't know why it's embarrassing. Other than it just feels douchey to say out loud. It really does. The TED Talk is called, We Don't Move On From Grief, We Move Forward With It. And you know what? That's the most important part of the talk. That's it. We carry all of our life experiences with us. We don't have to try to leave it all behind in the dust just because it was painful or unpleasant or makes other people uncomfortable. There's only so much you can fit into a talk that's meant to be nine minutes long but went 15 minutes long because you blacked out right away, lost your spot halfway through, and just flailed flailed, flailed, flailed around trying to find a place to land when a sign in the back is blinking like, stop, you're over your time. You're the worst. (laughs) That's not true, but that's what it feels like. When you see the clock literally run out of time, but your mouth is still moving and you're the last person on stage for the day, so you know you're the only thing standing between everybody in the audience and the happy hour and past hors d'oeuvres, that they could be enjoying right now, it's a lot of pressure. But that phrase, moving forward, not moving on, is very important to me. I don't expect anyone to move on from their hard experiences, unless that's what they want. I'm not here to tell you you know, how to live your life or how to deal with your own trauma. I'm just saying that for me, the idea of moving forward felt more realistic felt more doable, felt a lot more like what life is really like for me as a remarried widow with a blended family. We just keep moving, partially because we don't have a choice. We don't. The world keeps spinning whether or not we want it to. The homework is still due. Shout out to the kids who listen to this podcast. The bills still need to be paid. Sorry, kids. That is coming your way once the homework stops, sometimes before the homework stops. The sun keeps rising and the dogs keep needing to be fed 
And also, so do the kids every single day. Don't forget about them unless you don't have any, in which case take that one thing off your to-do list today and every day. So occasionally when I am out and about, which is kind of rare, I will have a major existential moment where everything will kind of align all at once. And I always take it as a sign from the universe, from God, from all my ancestors, from my a dead husband and my dead dad who would not believe, my dead dad specifically, would not believe in any of this stuff, would not believe in signs, would be like, nope, I'm just dead. I'm in heaven. I'm a Catholic, full stop. I'm not coming back as a bird to talk to you, okay? But these things, these big existential moments happen in the least meaningful places, which to me makes them more meaningful. We expect big signs when we're in a spiritual location or in a moment that we expect to be meaningful, but I find them in places where people aren't looking for them, where they're not actually probably messages from the universe. They are just practical messages. And I'll be honest, now that I have to say this out loud, I think it's uh kind of funny that I found deep meaning in the phrase, make the right choice when it was printed on a recycling bin. But I did. I did. I don't need to be told to recycle. I recycle obsessively. Um, But, you know, did I really, for a moment there, I really did think that that recycling bin was trying to give me guidance on a decision I'd been wrestling with. I also take a lot of meaning from this moment that I had in the Minneapolis airport. So just after, in the big terminal, just after you kind of exit your plane, you're trying to, maybe it's the F, I think it's like the F and the G concourses, you're on that side of the airport, you've gotten off your plane, you're trying to get down to baggage claim, there's an escalator that you ride down and At the bottom of the escalator, you enter this sort of strange little in-between, between you and the baggage claim. One automatic door opens, and then there's a few feet in kind of a glass hallway, and then another automatic door opens and sort of kicks you out into the baggage claim. I'm sure it has some architectural, structural, some kind of purpose to it, air pressure maybe. I don't know. All I know is that for a few seconds, you are in a literal liminal space. You are no longer in the airport. You're not really at baggage claim. And for a split second, both of the doors are closed and your body thinks like, oh, should I fight? Should I flight? Should I freeze? I don't know. But I think enough people must freeze during this few seconds that the entire time, those doors open and you step in, there is a calm, robotic female voice repeating over and over, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And you do, if you're obedient like I am. And then it's over and you can get your bag or just shimmy on down to get your rental car or do whatever you need to do. So I don't know what today will look like for you or what today looked like for you. And I don't know about tomorrow either. And I don't know about that for me now that I think about it. But really, 
I think the most important thing is that if we find ourselves in an in-between, that we don't freak out. Although I do love to freak out. I love it. That we don't freeze or flight unless we should. Again, I, this is not an advice show. Fight if you have to. Flight if you have to. Freeze if you must. But I think that the robot voice is right and that she was not just talking about the space between those doors when she whispered to me and to you and to millions of other travelers who have gone through that same airport, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. I only took a few steps And that's all you have to do too. They don't have to be big steps. They don't have to be dramatic steps. I don't mean that you must keep moving forward. You must keep pushing the boulder up the hill. You must keep producing. You must keep growing, doing, da-da-da-da-da, achieving. No, I just mean drink a glass of water, go to bed on time, eat a real breakfast, reply to that email you've been avoiding, or just delete it. Honestly, who cares? Just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. (laughs) I'm Nora McInerney. This is It's Going to Be Okay. What's your sign from the universe? I want to hear it. I want to hear the little sign from the universe. Maybe it's on a recycling bin. Maybe it's a robot voice in the airport. You tell me right now or whenever at your own convenience. Call us at 612-568-4441 or you can email us igtbo at feelingsand.co. It's going to be okay as an independent podcast. So thank you for being a part of our team and making this work possible. We are a production of Feelings & Co. We are just making feelings all day, every day. The team is you, the listener, me, Marcel, Jordan, Megan, Claire, and Michelle. Our theme music is by Secret Audio, and we're here every weekday to put a little bit of okay in your day. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Have you ever signed up for employee benefits and then not actually use them because you didn't know how to use them? The Hartford is trying to change that. They're a leading group benefits provider that's tired of seeing the insurance industry use terms and descriptions that normal people like us don't understand. They're simplifying benefits language, making it clearer, making it more concise. That way, workers and families can find protection that actually fits their needs. Learn more at thehartford.com slash benefits. This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com benefits.